0: i'm kevin casey i'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter and right now what i'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors i don't want overs i just expect them to happen fatty's gonna
1: fatty is real oh,
0: how have i been successful in life
1: John, might just be us today. Might just be us. We'll see. Uh, the Americans still
0: nursing their that July Fourth does does verse. damage. It does <laughs> damage to these people. Brad, uh,
1: I don't I don't understand the Americans and their midweek holidays. I mean, if it's during the week, you just push it to the Monday or the Friday, and uh, you give yourself a long weekend. I like. I don't know. They they need to figure some stuff out down there because this ain't working for us. It's not working for us. Um, how are you doing?
0: Good, good. Um, it's been it's been a busy summer. Uh, yeah. it's, work
1: workwise or otherwise.
0: Uh, everything wise. Um, <laughs> I think it's extra tough. I don't know uh, how how you've been doing. I mean, obviously, we knew last week you were at the. The cottage for for a couple of weeks. Um,
1: look, at this, look at this tan. Look at this maple syrupy brown I got going just, on here. It's just beautiful.
0: Drinking beers on the deck all day. That'll yep. that'll do that for you. Um, but yeah, it's uh, when it's nice out. It's it's tough to watch some of these shitty cards. I've been uh, <laughs> been slacking on some watching watching them live. Um, the shitty thing is, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch Saturday Live when it's actually a good card. Because uh, that is my anniversary date, which is fun. So I don't have I don't have first dibs on that day. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how I how I can get out of that one.
1: Congratulations! Yeah. Uh, I feel like you, Lance, and I are always are all very close with our anniversaries because uh, yours is is coming up this weekend. Is yours Mine next week? Is uh, the sixteenth. So yeah, I think Lance next... is like right after next sunday yeah um <laughs> i'm sure that the uh, the chicas were rocking the the patriotic red white and blue lr um that's that's what they've got to do you know support even i was rocking my uh my star-spangled sunglasses yesterday just to, uh you know support the cause I, I know that americans need all the help they can get these days
0: I mean, mainly, mainly, you were just supporting the the greatest living American ever, correct?
1: Uh, he's he saved the country. I mean, there's no no question about it. If the hot dog eating contest does not happen, uh, just America goes up in flames. It's in complete shambles. Uh, and uh, Joey Jaws says no, no. I this will not pass. We're shoving these wieners down our throats uh, in front of the world, and that's that's America.
0: Man, that that uh, that photo, that screen cap of him just power walking <laughs> back, telling him we're not we're doing this shit. Just just uh, needed the the Austin three sixteen uh, glass that, break. There, that was the only that's only thing hear. better. Oh God, that Stone Cold's music. Uh, what, a, what, a, what man. a man. I
1: definitely on the back end. I don't know how much of it was due to the circumstances. Everybody else was like right around their totals. Uh, I, I know coach got, uh, some <laughs> nice middles, uh, on a, a couple of the guys there. We missed another one by by half a dog and I'm convinced Robot ump's for the hot dog contest. Need it because uh, I'm, I'm convinced that uh, old Nick Wary got screwed out of at least half a dog, which would have put us in uh, in middle territory for him too. But okay, you, you gotta you gotta work with what you can get on Coney Island on July 4th. It's uh, I'm sure it's a, a shit show there, uh, even more yesterday than Jesus. a typical day. Yeah, what an event though um yeah we'll we'll see how much longer he sticks around i don't know what the competitive prime of uh the greatest living american is but uh i'm I'm sure he's got one or two more left in him before somebody comes out there and takes over but we're here to talk about mma very briefly um (laughs) not uh not hot dogs um actually i before we get to the mma congratulations to my american friends uh for winning the world lacrosse championships in the uh the fake lacrosse uh the one that doesn't allow like hitting uh and then guys use the stupid like 6 foot long sticks that's dumb um real lacrosse is inside a hockey rink uh on you know concrete or a little like rolled out carpet and uh you're allowed to just decapitate dudes part of the game
0: can got hosed brad that's that's what you're telling me that's what i was reading
1: it it wasn't a, a hosing but there was certainly uh some questionable calls that even the american broadcasters were like yeah. oof oof tough that was tough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but anyway, we'll we'll win all of the uh, when it gets into the Olympics, Canada's gonna crush everybody in that version of lacrosse. Countdown's that's, on. That's not even Let's go. Close. Uh, anyway, MMA last week. I didn't watch it. I was up at the cottage, uh, as you already alluded to. Many better things to do. Um, I'm trying to think if I if I flipped it on for any of the fights <laughs> um i did it, not it was
0: it was a quick rewatch for me uh there's a couple fights that are easily uh just skippable and then there's lots, a bunch of finishes uh so there you go it was I mean, it was easy to catch up for sure
1: a regional level card you yeah. get regional level results uh uh, it, it looks like uh, LR's foreshadowing. He's got uh, Diamond Dallas Duplessis in the, the threesome bet of the week. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, and I don't think we're disagreeing too much in the uh, the co and the main. But uh, I hope you get out of there safe and sound, brother. Yeah. Um, anyway, last week, quick recap. You're going to have to fill in the blanks for me here, Sean. It'll be easy. Uh, Ale- Alexander Romanov, unanimous decision over Bogoy Ivanov. Uh, I think I had a bet on that to go to split decision. Um, didn't seem to go that way. I heard it was 15 minutes of shitty Romanov boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Luana Kirolina defeated. Ivana Petrovich. With a name like that, she should probably be playing tennis, not doing MMA. Uh, And also losing to Luana Carolina. She should probably be playing tennis, not doing MMA. Elvis Brenner. I think I didn't see the fight. I saw the finish to this one. Big upset. Training with Dubronx. Wild ass fight.
0: He's getting Wild on
1: outside. the uh, the Bronx uh, shoot the box Diego Lima supplements Elvis Brenner looking yoked up in there uh, third round TKO over Guram more like booram for those that parlayed him. Oof, uh, I don't. Th- I think you avoided that landmine, right?
0: I did. Uh, I was looking at maybe. Garam, by decision, just ended up passing. That was a wild fight. Uh, Garam's fun. Uh, I wish he had a little bit more cardio. Uh, I don't know if that's just a late notice thing, or he's just got bad cardio because uh, he's got awesome offense, but uh, it seems to wane at times. And Brenner's just a shit-eating wild man. Uh, He got sliced open. So brutally in the first, and it it obviously makes it look even worse with the 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 platinum uh, hair, just <laughs> nasty. Um, dude got dropped and, and hit and was hurting in the first round. Still came out in the second round going wild, and man, he just caught he just he just caught Gorham. He was. It wasn't looking good. The Bronx was... has so much heart these days that it just the, his teammates absorb Can't it teach by that. Yeah, <laughs> It was an awesome fight. That's a, that one's definitely worth uh going back and watching. I've got it on
1: the PVR so I will uh I'll make sure I go back and check that one out. Yep. I'm sure I will also want to check out Carol Hosa taking a split decision over uh, Yana Santos, um, that happened uh, and then this is where we get into all the finishes uh, Joe Anderson Brito first round TKO with some ground and pound against old Weston Wilson um, apparently that's a guy that fights in the UFC now Renat Fakredinoff right uh, the 55 second guillotine choke <laughs> over the returning Kevin Lee. Uh, I guess Kevin Lee is not, in fact,
0: back. So close, so close to being back.
1: <laughs> he looked on the scales. He looked like he was back, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Um, he's one of those guys that always is look good getting off the bus, and uh, then you get him. You know, normally it's a few minutes into the fight, not fifty-five seconds into the fight. But hey. What uh what can you do? Um Sultan Ruziboev. Uh and Bruno Ferreira. Uh Ruziboev gets them with the uh the counter right. One seventeen into the first round. I have no idea who either of these guys are. Uh
0: the, the guy who got knocked out absolutely smashed Robocop last time. Oh.
1: Okay. 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 That,
0: that was that guy. Um, I, I kind of thought that uh, Ferreira might have been something. He he might still be something. He just he fucking got his leg caught and then just got absolutely drilled with <laughs> a straight down the pipe. Um, that was yeah, really? awesome. that was an awesome finish. Uh, is this guy any good? I don't know. He did something cool though, so that's better than <laughs> all these other guys that are. Shitty and don't do anything. Uh something else
1: cool that happened. Benoit Saint Denis with another big upset against Ishmael Bonfim. I think he was like plus 250 or something in this fight. Uh, first round rear naked choke for 48. Good for him.
0: Big big dog's hitting on this card. It's uh yikes. Um yeah, Saint Denis. He he was wrestling and grappling, and it was working out for him. Um, that he's like, bad. he's not bad. He's he's a lot better than I thought it would. I, I I don't know. Going back is is the Elijah Dushku fight kind of just a late notice thing? Came off the couch or something? Like he seems better, a lot lot better than what he showed in in that fight. Um,
1: well, that one was uh, was short notice. And yep. he got shit beaten out of him for the first 10 minutes. And then he hung in there and uh, looked decent in the third round, even in that fight where he was getting yep. killed. So yep. there, there's something there, I think. Yep. He's fun. Um, shocker. Uh, women's fight, split decision. Ariani Lipsky takes it over Melissa Gato. Uh, fun fact, Gato means cat spanish yeah
0: did uh we we got us to just start straight just fucking blindly betting uh majority slash split um do they do they line those we've on, been on every fight for... <laughs> dude we got two more on this card like these are just low level shit it's gonna happen like n- nothing major is gonna happen for the most part so I, unless you've got a, a banger like Luana Carolina in there, and then she's going to take unanimous decision. That's true, but two out of three ain't bad. And I'm pretty sure the the what was the numbers on those like four hundred, five hundred? Like, um, they're usually four four fifty. Like,
1: let's see. Uh, Lipsky and Ga- oh, DraftKings doesn't show up on yeah, there anymore. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, I know. What's the archive like on uh, on
0: fight odds? I <laughs> uh, I don't like to use it for that, but uh, it's it's. A if definite, you can find
1: if... that, we'll uh, we'll get back to it, folks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But anyway, betting the uh, the splits is is profitable in the women's fights seems to be um welterweight division michael morales you know decision over max griffin that's a pretty good win for what's morales like 23 years old or something yep
0: he actually hurt max griffin uh which is not not easy to do uh couldn't couldn't put him away but I don't think that's a bad thing to go 15 minutes, uh, when you're, when you're young like that against a a tough guy to put away. It was, that's a good win. Yep. Uh, co-main event.
1: Grant Dawson (laughs) grinds out, I assume, uh, unanimous decision over Demir Izmagulov. Um, the goo certainly wasn't on in this fight, I guess. I don't know. Didn't see it. Um,
0: uh well of course i I bet Ismagulov, so that's that's why that happened um yeah, it was domination uh Grant had twelve and a half minutes of control time in this uh fight, a lot of body triangle from back and not being able to finish, which is always a fun thing to watch um he was just way better uh i I thought Ismagulov's takedown defense could hold up a bit, but he got ragged all there. It was uh, ugly to see. He probably should have just stayed retired. And uh, I'm an idiot for doubting Dawson because I've bet him a bunch in the past and then been doubting him recently as he's been making me pay. I'm always the one that's supposed to doubt Dawson on this
1: podcast. I know. I don't know. And it doesn't work out for me either most of the time. So we'll see. Um, I still think he's boring and unathletic. And. Eventually going to uh, to reach an athletic ceiling, but hey, when they give you boring retired pseudo Russians, um, that's probably a good way for him to to keep making his way up the ladder. Uh, main event, yes, you heard that correct. <laughs> um, Sean Strickland with a TKO. Over something called Abus Megamedov, who is apparently German.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah this makes sense. No, it doesn't. Uh, Fight odds doesn't show that prop. Does Best Fight Odds show it at all? Like maybe this is just a thing that is doesn't show up anymore, and they don't well, list it for some it's reason. It's usually a, a DraftKings. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so obviously, like, Fight Odds doesn't have a draft. So is that, like, the only book that puts that out? I think a couple other... I'll scroll through and uh, see what I can find. Um, uh, Abus looked okay. uh, But that's because he had to just throw everything he had. uh, Or else he would have got his face jabbed off. So he just threw a bunch of shit. Never really hurt Sean Strickland. And gassed and then Medov gassed like 30 seconds into round two and then Strickland was like, "Oh, I can just hit this guy and he basically doesn't throw anything back. something just volumed him to death and uh, that was a travesty of a main event. Uh, you, you can tell me Medov looked good in the in the first. that doesn't matter, man. like the, you're having a five round fight and you have six minutes of cardio. Like, you should be getting cut for shit like that. Like, <laughs> that's bad. Um, this was I, was this his second fight in UFC? It was. Yep. Okay. I, I
1: thought yeah. I remembered saying his name before, but I don't actually. He doesn't remember have a Wikipedia about page. Life. That's that's what well. We're you got to like. three fights in the UFC before you get a Wikipedia page. I think that's the rule. Yeah. So maybe he'll never get there. We'll have to find out. Let's hope not. Uh, anyway, we're going to move on to UFC 290 because I can actually say things about this card because, well, some fights. Because it's it's not bad. It's a good card. Um, maybe not worth buying, but mm. worth watching. Um, I don't know how one would go about watching it without buying it, but I'm sure... Our intrepid listeners will find a way. Um, we'll dive right in. Lightweight division. And not going by the stupid Wikipedia. Oh, the shit. last time I went by Wikipedia... I know. It, Fucking it was Wikipedia. All fucked up. So we're just going topology. Camuela uh, oh, Kirk. Taking on Esteban Ribovac. Uh, who seems like he's probably from latvia uh but actually argentinian question mark what do we got here sean
0: yeah um this is pretty low level shit um if Kirk if kirk can get some takedowns i think he'll do all right but i don't really know much about this guy (laughs) he's fighting um he got out grappled a shit ton but also dropped the guy that kind of got crushed uh, a couple weeks ago by uh what's his name uh Rebechki. yep it's it's tough to know um i'll probably pick kirk and toutmaster but i have no interest in betting this low level stuff um
1: yeah this Just kind of seems like a a couple of shit-eating wild men uh, who are Mm going to go at it. Uh, I don't think that uh, Rybovich is going to have to worry too much about the wrestling of Kirk because it's pretty much non-existent. Um, (laughs) I I think, if I'm remembering, he took uh, Billy Q down a couple times on Contender Series um, but that's Billy Q. I could take him down. Uh, so that that's doesn't true. count for shit. <laughs> um, so I think it's going to be however long these dudes last, uh, just slanging punches at each other. And in a fight like that, I'm going to so- side with the Hawaiian guy over the like Argentinian, Latvian dude. Because um, Hawaiian dudes have skulls made out of cinder blocks. So I think that's going to work out all right for Camuela Kirk in this one. Uh, Slight Dog not really interested in betting it at this point. Moving on down to the Flyweight division, we've got Shannon. I can only assume his nickname is The Cannon. Ross (laughs) taking on Jesus... Agüilar, and his nickname is not the cannon; it is the Turkish delight. Even though he's Australian, Sean, why are these people so confused? Do they get punched in the head for a living or something?
0: They do, they do, <laughs> and that might have some some effect on the uh, naming them, nicknaming, naming themselves, or or just generally things that they do when they're out in the wild. So you got to watch out for that. Shannon Ross is not good. Um, is Aguilar that good? I don't know. I obviously losing, getting sub by Tyra is not the worst thing in the world. That guy is very good. Um, he looked all right on the the contender series. So I this is just I'm just picking against Shannon Ross because he's Shannon Ross. Yeah, Shannon Ross
1: has not had an easy road. Uh, Thus far in the UFC contender series, he fought a flyweight that actually has some power. Uh, That Salvador dude just landed everything on him, which that's not a great sign. Um, And it's, uh, it's hard to say what's, what's going to happen in this one, because two very different styles. I think if, Uh, Aguilar decides to keep it on the feet here then it's going to be competitive but Ross has been dropped as a flyweight four times in two fights Uh, a contender series fight and and a UFC fight that's not a great sign Um, so I I guess I kind of have to side with the, the favorite in this spot because I don't think Shannon Ross has any sort of wrestling or grappling game that he can fall back on at this level. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll go with Jesus Aguilar in this spot. Um, and we'll move it on up to the Bantamweight division, Cameron Simon, because they got to put all the South Africans on the same <laughs> card. Uh, you know, you can only afford one flight for all these Cheaper dudes. flights,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: uh, taking on Terrence Mitchell, who, very important, is considered the number one bantamweight coming out of Alaska. And we know <sighs> what kind of fighters come out of Alaska.
0: Oh, this is, this is going to be interesting. Um, yeah, this guy has got a, an interesting record um he's he's only been to one decision in uh in 16 fights uh, <laughs> and most of them ending in one round against guys that are very very bad um so i get why Samons a big favorite um it's tough to bet this um <laughs> under one and a half is like minus 175 um Samo on TKO is like minus 140. I'm sure Simon what's Simon's uh round one like plus one twenty-five. I don't know. That's those are pretty low prices. He should kill this guy, but uh I guess you'd want a, a little bit better prices on, on on that angle. He's the tear bear though, Sean. No no respect for the tear bear? Aye. aye, aye. <laughs> Thirty-three-year-old man called getting the nickname "Tear Bear" is interesting. You, do
1: you think he comes out with the the Tear Bear stare? Yeah, eh? some I mean, some of the younger listeners might not know about uh, the Care Bears and the Care Bear stare. You probably don't even know about that. you probably No, that
0: was that. that was right when I was okay. I was going okay? Yeah,
1: fair. Um. The the one thing I mean I'm I'm gonna have to take the over on this. That's is crazy for a one and a half to be juiced under on flyweights. Um I assume this dude's coming in on short notice. Like this this couldn't have been the original matchup. No, it it was attempted. it was
0: not. It was okay. definitely not. <laughs> um, so,
1: you know, that's... Uh, I, I can see why it might go under because of that. Um, but he's his two losses, one, he got finished uh, by a slam. So, you know, that could be any sort of weird thing. And the other one was decision. Uh, usually when he's winning, he's winning early. I don't think he's going to win this fight. But um, but I don't necessarily think the the 33-year-old grizzled tear bear is just going to fold up because some South African. That, so, you know, narrative time, white South African against black <laughs> dude. You think he's just going to let himself get beat? You think he's just going to let himself get murdered by a white South African in the it's first bad look. round? It's a bad look. It's not good. It's Not good. Um so I'll I'll probably uh take a look at the over in this one. See see what we got cooking there. But uh certainly not a lot of confidence in that play. Uh what did you say the uh the one and a
0: half was? It was minus one seventy five for the under.
1: Oh yeah, minus
0: one or plus one forty 140,
1: plus one forty five oh, right. for the, yeah. the over. Pfft. All day. The new skinny's gonna skinny. <laughs> that's what that is um but yeah Simon is probably going to pile it up over the course of this fight light heavyweight division the resurgent Marcin what's, what's he won now like three of his last four or some
0: stupid thing like that that's, that's that what, that's what happens when you fight the uh, Isaac Villanueva's and the Khalil, Khalil Roundtrees of the world these days. And the Willis. Um, <laughs> 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 um,
1: and he is taken on Vitor Petrino. Um, I think that it is going to be three out of five or uh, old Marcin Prackmio after this one.
0: But, Sean, what say you? Probably. Um, Like, Petrino, obviously, like he didn't look good against the Pleasure Man, and the Pleasure Man, turns out, is not good. Um, (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I've been fading Prackmio. It's not been working. Um, Now, of course, he's a, a huge dog maybe this fight is closer than what the odds say i can't i can't get pracneau just getting crushed by mike rodriguez and sam alvey out of my head no matter the the big w's he's been getting lately so i'll side with uh petrino any i don't know pracneau's tough he's been knocked out a couple times so maybe we uh maybe we see the return of that old me uh, out chin that somehow has disappeared in the last four fights i was hoping for a better number yeah but
1: petrino round 1 petrino round 1 ko i think those are plus 135
0: plus 175 <sighs> might take some um, time
1: the the plus 175 on round one KO. I don't hate that. Uh, usually, when Petrino gets it done, he gets it done pretty quickly. Uh, I know his last couple, obviously the last one went to decision, uh, his contender series fight uh, against that guy that he was uh, rematching. That one went to the second round. Uh, but a lot of his wins are, are very quick into the fights, and Pracnio is certainly a guy that can get clipped. So... Maybe I'll end up with a little something there, but yeah, again, not, uh, not a lot to pick, um, in, in that fight, unless you want to get real specific on the props. Um, uh, we're going to go to a catch weight next.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not oh, sure why is. this one's a catch weight. Oh, uh, well, cause Tyra weighed in, was that last weekend or the weekend before when his shit with Rodriguez got canceled, so. Gotcha. I, I knew he had
1: something extra. recently. So, yep. Okay. Anyway, that that makes sense. Uh, what was that? Two weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So fair. They don't want to make him cut weight again, but uh, I guess they also didn't want to make him fly back to Japan without fighting. Uh, so they found some guy, and that some guy is Edgar. Chairs, is
0: Chairs. Chairs. In the streets they call them two chairs. You might be getting folded up by uh like a chair uh <laughs> if, if Tyra has like his a lawn chair. Which I do think he will. Tyra's good um it sucks his fight got canceled because that was a bit of a step up. They're 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 actually slow playing this guy which I guess is not a a terrible thing. I just I mean, we're going to see this later on. UFC is really not interested in short notice booking guys that are already on their roster for the most part. Uh, I don't know what the reasoning
1: for that is. Well, they don't have enough fighters on the roster. So, you know, you got to go outside the organization. 600 isn't enough. You got to get it up to like 604 to get those last couple dudes in.
0: I think they're being cheap fucks and don't want. They want to sign what? guys for fucking. that are uh, going to be making 10 and 10 instead of a guy saying, oh, can you give me an extra, you know, five, 10 grand for taking this fight <laughs> on short notice? I'm already um, making 10 grand. Can I make 15? Fuck yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I think Tyra grapples here and ends up getting a sub. Um, it's not really surprising with the. The price that it is. Um, I don't know if we've ever had a card with this like this many favorites being this big, but uh that's kind of the the way that the UFC is right now.
1: Yeah. Um the the chairs dude he wasn't awful on Contender Series. No. Um but he also wasn't fighting a guy who is the quality of Tetsuro Tyra. Um, he is going to get taken down, and get his back taken, and get choked out. And even me being an idiot and wanting to look for like Tyra TKO plus six hundred, something like that, it doesn't make sense here. He's he's going to choke this dude out. Uh, and I am not interested in paying minus 250 on a submission prop. So I think we're uh, probably looking at another one where there's not a whole lot to be had. Um, even like the sub round two prop if it got there is only like plus 300. It's just not a whole lot of meat on the bone there for us Sean, but terrible. We'll see if we can find something in this next one. Uh, two dudes who could absolutely implode at any moment in a fight. Light heavyweights: Jimmy Croot, Alonzo Menafield. Uh,
0: somebody gonna
1: die, probably.
0: Probably. Uh, I bet it happening. Last time, uh, I took Menafield inside. Uh, I took Menafield round one. Those were kind of close. There was a chance there. And now that they rebooked this fight, it's like almost a dollar less for inside the distance and almost two bucks less uh, on round one. So I'm just going to let this be. Uh, Jimmy Crute's the, the better guy, but he can be hit and sometimes Menafield hits people. Uh, so uh I think uh Jimmy Cruot gets Menafield down a little bit more and, and probably snatches a sub late.
1: Yeah, I was uh was on Menafield as well in that uh, that first match. If he started punching I don't know, ten seconds earlier uh in in the first round, then he probably would have got him out of there. Yep. Um, or was it the second He dropped him in both. Didn't both? He? Both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's fun. That, that's yep. good stuff. Um, Yeah. It's... Uh, I don't know. Draw at 8,000?
0: <laughs> do it again. <laughs> Let's do it again, folks.
1: It, it is the type of fight where we always say a draw is live. Because... You know, Metafield's live for a massive round one and then to gas and lose rounds two and three. Uh, Or, I I guess not in this spot after seeing the first fight. There's not really a universe where he wins round one and two and then gets 10 aided in round three.
0: No, but he he definitely could uh could drop him and almost finish him in round 1 and then <laughs> gas and and crew wins rounds 2 and 3, but um yeah, like I feel like both of these guys have many ways to create a draw here. We, we got some <laughs> fouling going on. We got the chance for for big rounds from from either side uh and then the other guy could could take over. Uh, it's that's not a bad bet, I don't think, in this fight, which is funny.
1: I guess the maybe the smart bet here, based on seeing how much, how many takedowns Croot got, and how much top control he got without getting a finish. Yep. Croot uh, by decision is like plus six hundred at some spots. Ooh. Um, that let's uh, go.
0: That
1: I I don't hate that. Um, so maybe that'll be something that I look at in this spot but I get two guys that are very hard to trust in basically any circumstances but that seems like something that could uh, get the juices flowing for me Uh, women's strawweight division (laughs) I'm told I'm told that uh, old Yasmin, you guy, um, is entertaining to watch. She had, like, a random fight. Her debut fight was on a main card, and uh, people went nuts about it. I still didn't go back and watch it because uh, I'm a terrible MMA fan. Uh, and then she got another win against Estella Nunes in her uh, most recent appearance. But she is taking on the uh, inimitable Denise Gomes. Yeah, you heard that right, folks. Uh, and she's minus
0: four hundred. So, split decision. I don't hate it. I don't just automatically just just don't don't hate it. Just play it. Um, yeah, you're a guy. Um, I've got hype. She did get clipped in the last fight and gomes can strike a bit um so your guy is is obviously the the better fighter but weird shit happens in women's mma um i don't know i i don't hate the split i'm trying to see if they've uh
1: they've got that number up over at uh
0: that, may, that might be a Thursday or a Friday. Uh, put up for something that uh, I don't know. It's it's pay per view. Sometimes yeah, they. Uh,
1: that's true. And this is you know one of the more major prelims, I would say.
0: Yep. It's trying We've to make totals. it to be anyway. Uh,
1: fight props. Fight to be won by split or majority decision plus five hundred.
0: Man, anytime that's, like, four or more, you should probably just play it. <laughs> yeah. I, you've got the chance that the fight
1: is actually competitive, or you've got the chance that one out of the three judges is just on absolute crack that night, um, which always a possibility. Uh, we're in Vegas, so Adelaide Bird might be there. <laughs> You know Sal's gonna be there, so you've you've got your chances uh, for a judge to just absolutely be off their rocker. But anyways, we digress. Moving on, uh, this is where you know we start to see some uh, some matchups go sideways. Uh, welterweight division, Jack della Madalena, uh, future champ. Allegedly, even though he cannot grapple to save his life, he is taking on something called Josiah Harrell. He is the muscle hamster. Cool. Muscle hamster.
0: Cool. Um, Once again, you'll see. doesn't want uh, a current UFC fighter to come in on short notice so they signed this guy up um he probably shouldn't be in the UFC I mean I know he's got a a undefeated record but he's he's beating up guys with you know 500 records um I guess that's better than guys that are 0-7 but Jack Delamental is is very good and I don't think this is the spot where he's gonna get out grappled. Um he's probably gonna light this dude on fire.
1: Yeah. Um this guy's like at this point guys just using these short notice spots to get in the UFC. Yep, I mean it's, one it's more nothing fight. really that new. Uh but this dude's a lightweight. Uh, I think his last fight was yeah, his last fight was a catch weight because it was in LFA. Uh I, I remember seeing that. Um but it was a catch weight of 162. Uh so he he went up a few pounds for that one. And now he's going up to 170 to fight a pretty damn good boxer in the UFC. So I don't know like maybe if Madeline's grappling is as bad as I think it is the the muscle hamster can just power him up for a takedown and, and hop on his back or something like that but I think that's more just wishful thinking than any actual possible result because um, in all likelihood this is going to The two guys that look like they're in very different weight classes look like they have very different skill levels and uh, the fight plays out just as I described it. Uh, So, not fun. There's a reason that Madalena is minus a thousand in this spot. Uh, And I hate when the UFC does shit like this, but the... Featured prelim. Nico Price taking on former champion. One of everyone's favorite welterweight title runs or any title runs. Uh, I think everyone was behind. Robbie Lawler, except maybe Lance because he smoked Josh Koscheck on the uh, the way to the title. But uh, Ruthless Robbie Lawler one last time.
0: Yeah, I think it might get sad on Saturday. Um Saturday. Yeah, when when Brian Barberina is doubling you in, in Strikes landed and Throne. It's not a very good sign. Um, Nico Price has a lot more power than Brian Barberina. Nico Price can get hit; that that chin has shown up from time to time. So maybe Robbie can can land a bomb. I unfortunately don't think that's going to happen, and like it might look sad on Saturday with Nico Price just throwing so much more and eventually clipping them them away why didn't why couldn't they just do the rematch with like Matt Brown as a retirement fight that'd been cool
1: I'm still not sure that would have gone well for <laughs> this version of uh of you
0: might not be wrong but at least it would be old men doing it that's that's very true um
1: yeah it's uh we've talked about it several times on this show but there are two versions of shot. There is can't take a punch shot, and there's can't throw a punch shot. Um, and the only time over the past, I don't know, five years, uh, that Lawler has shown that he is willing to throw a punch was against Nick Diaz. Um who is there to be hit. And that was just like one of those old man fights. Um, I'm trying to think like a, a better fight for a Lawler would be bringing fat Johnny Hendricks out of retirement doing <laughs> the trilogy <laughs> with him. Like make these um, old dudes fight each other instead yeah. of making them fight young guys, especially young guys that are going to be aggressive and, and come forward and, and bring the fight to them. Uh, I, I Want for everything in me to find a way to bet on Robbie Lawler in this spot at plus 200 or more. Uh, And Nico Price is one of the mookiest mooks that ever mooked. Uh, So if there was a guy to do it against, it would probably be him. And I still can't even find my way there. So, yeah, it's going to be... Nico Price, and a whole lot of sadness uh, leading into the main card where we're gonna get uh, just an absolute bludgeoning of epic proportions. Uh, And I say this, I've never seen Val Woodburn fight. Um, I'm not going to go and watch him fight. Well, I guess I'm going to watch him fight on Saturday, but it doesn't matter. I mean, you knew they weren't going to give anybody good to Bo Nickel on short notice. Um, But again, like you said, can we at least find somebody on the roster? We don't have to go to wherever val woodburn is fighting out of uh combat night pro whatever
0: the hell that is um what are we doing here sean um this guy signed with uh one of the i don't know three or four managers that uh that manages all (laughs) the fighters in the ufc and he's he could make 185 so that's what we're doing
1: is he actually a? Uh, okay, yeah. It looks like he's at least actually a one eighty five or or higher. Yep. He's had some uh, some lightweight fights, some some catch weights above one eighty five. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sure. Sure. We were gonna get like <laughs> the price on Bo Nickel was in, was high, but him inside was like minus. 400 minus 450 against Tréshon Gore. You could just put that in damn near all your parlays. But now he's fighting this guy, and the total is one and a half, and it's minus one for minus 425. So, yeah, this is. I guess the the only thing you're going to be able to bet on is if it's going to be KO or sub, and both of them probably will be minus numbers. <laughs>
1: uh it's sad but like that's that is very true uh which do you think it's going to be for the record
0: i mean i tried last time to to get them uh by ko just because it was you know plus 200 or something but it's seems like it's the choke and so i'm assuming sub is going to be much higher priced but it's that's probably the way it's gonna go
1: yeah i I tend to agree I mean he's already sub two better guys than this
0: in his career It's, it's, it's just takedown arm triangle like it's just so easy for him, <laughs> yeah, yep, uh, maybe the
1: uh we'll see what m g m offers as the bow nickel within sixty seconds line. Um, cause I know they like to do those, but I'm sure even that's only going to be like plus 300 or something on this fight. So could be a tricky one. Um, I, I remember on contender series, I missed one of those by like two seconds, which, uh, that one was annoying. Anyway, we're not going to spend any more time on that other than to say that Bo Nickel, he's coming for them. Future champ. Yeah, right? as long as they don't pull out. <laughs> if everyone pulls out, he's just the champ by default, right?
0: Works for me. I know Cumshot wants no piece of that dude. No, he's tra- he's, ch- he's chasing a 170 or an Usman. He's not chasing a uh, Boat Nickel. <laughs> is he chasing anything? like, Dude, Like, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if his shit with Kadirov is doing something. I don't know if it's a, like I don't know if the US will allow him in the US. I don't know if he's been here. I don't think so recently. Because I I mean they yeah. they blocked uh uh Fury from coming to to the US and and that was for being with uh that that mob guy. I mean, would you be really surprised if it was the the same way with uh with the Hazmat um. So maybe they're just waiting for the Abu Dhabi card. So more
1: important question: Do you think that they'll let Mac and Cheese in Brazil, so he can go lose his belt to Dubronx. He
0: ain't Brazil? going to. He ain't going to Brazil. He don't. He don't want that he's he's, Brazil. No. He's a coward. He's, absolute he's, coward. Yeah. Abu Dhabi only. So he can get all the the good hydration and all that stuff. Can, uh, can we start like, uh, a UFC
1: essay just like have their own league for all the, the dudes that only fight in Saudi Arabia. Like, <laughs> enough of these guys get out of here. You can't come to other parts of the world because you hang out with scumbags. Nobody cares. You don't count as a real person. um, yeah, I am sure that we're not going <laughs> to Remember when people said that Gumshaw was going to be a uh, a three division champion. Just absolute galaxy brain. He has shit.
0: one top 10 win at 170 and then he missed <laughs> weight the next time. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. He's got to fight. Uh, I do think he's good, but he's got to fight. He, he I don't know good. if he's got not long I don't know if he's got long covid I don't know if he can't come to the US I don't know what it is but fucking fight man like stop talking shit figure out when you can fight and fight
1: I don't know if he's got long covid or not but he's definitely got short penis
0: nay hey. <laughs>
1: um moving on up <laughs> lightweight division Dan Hooker still uh still still trying to do the thing He's taking on Jalen Turner. I, I I feel like there's some violence on deck here.
0: Yeah, it's it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be tough for for Dan Hooker. Um, had a decent and a good win last time out against the a, a, a butt scooter that I uh, threw a dart on by by sub because I'm dumb. Um, Jalen Turner. I mean, he was on a good run. I ran into Gamrot, which, I mean, a lot of people scored that fight for him. Um, I thought he did well considering how good of a grappler Gamrot is. I don't think anybody that's a couple steps away from Gamrot are going to have much success against Jalen Turner. That dude is a beast. Like, he is fucking scary with the way he throws. And uh, he makes the weight. And that dude is large and he is going to put away Dan Hooker and then maybe maybe Dan Hooker should retire and just coach. He's taken a lot of a lot of abuse in a short amount of time. Uh so might might be might be good to, to call her quits at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think at the point that Hooker is at it starts to get better for you. No, yeah. we'll, we'll say that. Um, yeah, I think he gets smoked here. Um, he's got somewhat similar length to, to Turner. Um, I think he might actually have like a longer reach, but he sure, certainly doesn't fight as long as Turner does. Um, I, I think he's going to end up on the end of a lot of punches a lot of kicks uh, and it's not going to take too long for Turner to land something that gets him out of there so I know it's uh, I I don't love laying juice on inside props or anything like that uh, but Turner inside around minus 150 I think that's good here uh, I think you can probably parlay Turner as well. Um, yeah. Maybe look at the, the under two and a half if you want something that covers you on both sides. Uh, but like, what's Hooker supposed to do in this fight?
0: Does he have to come out and wrestle? <laughs> He's got to Is... put on the singlet because <laughs> I don't think he can... He's an okay striker. I think he's a sharp striker, but the power difference in this fight is going to be absurd and he's going to be shooting sooner rather than later when he feels Turner's power.
1: Well, and, like Hooker used to have a little bit of quickness mm. about him as well and that's just gone. In his last few fights he has looked very very slow. I mean even the the dude that only knows how to do leg locks almost caught him a few times, uh, until people finally discovered that that guy is completely clueless when it comes to striking or wrestling or anything else to do with MMA. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a little bit of a tough look for, for Hooker in this one. Uh, I think that Turner gets him out of there and gets him out of there quick. Uh, what are the, uh, what are the round props for that one?
0: You're looking at two or just early? Round one. Uh, just, just early. Round Turn one. around one plus 215. Plus 215 at old Unibit. The old Cambie books. That is a Gambies. off-market number. You should probably hit that. Well, it's yeah, there's 200 at Betway. There's two
1: hundreds at yeah. uh, Betway and Bavada, So
0: th- There's bad. a couple
1: that are out there. Uh um, I don't know if it's going to be – I think it's going to be a TKO, but he's hurt guys and, and jumped on necks before, so he's one of those guys that it's really kind of hard to tell. But uh, I, I think I'll throw something on some Turner round one at 200 or above. That's uh, I don't think it's going to take long for him to find Dan Hooker's chin. Middleweight division – now, card starts to get real good. Robert Whitaker, former champion, taking on the Great African Hope, DDP Diamond Dallas Plessis, the Diamond Cutter himself. Uh, what does uh what's our boy Danton call him uh? third Rikus. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That's
0: a good one. Um,
1: Yeah, it's a big line here, but uh, Diplassus has a way of making fights just hilarious, win or lose. Uh, And uh, I, I think we'll get a good dosage of that here.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, if you're looking at this, like, straight, like, Whitaker's obviously the the much better fighter, looks to have much better cardio, much better grappling. Um, The striking, I think he's obviously the better striker. Duplessis has more power. Uh, No shocker there, so... Whitaker's gotta have gotten old overnight, or duplicy does as you say and and makes things stupid and just lands a, a dumb shot it's possible um the skill gap in this fight is is very wide um i'm probably gonna have to put whitaker in in parlays unfortunately him inside versus him by decision in the low low plus 100s um so that's tough because if he's doing well, then he's throwing a lot of volume. And if Ndrickus is getting hit, I don't know if he can last five rounds. But the last time that Whitaker finished a guy was in 2017. I was actually at that fight. Uh, I had bet Jacare in that fight. And he got Ooh. demolished by Whitaker. And I got a picture with him at the uh, at the airport. So that was decent. Uh, I think Whitaker Whitaker wins. Um, not sure how he does it, so I'll probably just chalk him up.
1: Yeah, I I think that's certainly the the safe route.
0: <laughs> the chaos route. What is the chaos route?
1: Well, I don't even think it's chaos. I'm I'm just kind of thinking. Do you remember the the Whitaker Brunson fight? Yep. I feel like this is going to be the Whitaker-Brunson fight, but 15 minutes of it. You just got, like, one guy running forward, slanging whatever he can, uh, and just getting smoked from every possible angle by the guy that is way better than him at everything. Uh, I I just think that uh, DDP can take it. Uh, So I I might go with a little... Whitaker decision. It's like plus two twenty out there.
0: Um Really? The yeah. What was I looking at? I don't know. What were you looking oh, at? Oh yeah, yeah, it is plus yeah, plus two twenty. That's not terrible. Yeah. Him inside's like only plus one fifteen. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be playing him inside, that's for sure.
1: No. No. I would uh I would stay away from that. But I could certainly see Whitaker avoiding danger in this spot and Uh, Just kind of countering all of the massive openings that uh, (laughs) Depless lives leaves for him. Uh, LR, it's it's boer, b o e r, uh, like the boar wars, not boar like the the pig related animal. Uh, Little little uh, little animal kingdom lesson there for you zoology if you will slash history but uh yeah i i think one of these guys is good at fighting and one of these guys is good at being hilarious and uh making meme fights against darren till in 2022
0: Duplessy um, KO is is plus five hundred. Like if if you're gonna if you're throwing a dart, you gotta like if if you're playing Duplessy, you at least have to sprinkle that because I do think that's his path to victory. Um, it has to be right. I like there's is there a way for him to win two out of three rounds against Robert Whitaker? I have a hard time seeing that because for him to win, he's probably gonna have to drop Whitaker, and to win, you're probably gonna have to finish Whitaker. So <laughs> I. uh yeah, if you're going to play Dupacely, play, play him. KO at 500. I would think that would be the way to
1: go. Uh, apologies. I, I assumed that uh, English was your first language if you're listening to some <laughs> knuckleheads like us uh, on a podcast. Um Anyway, yeah, I, I think uh, I think you're right about the the DDP KO. If uh, if you are going that way, I most certainly am not. Uh, Whitaker in parlays or Whitaker decision, like I said, is is probably the direction that I'm looking. Co-main event, flyweight title on the line. Brandon Moreno playing with his little Legos probably wearing like jean shorts and stuff like that. Um he's taken on Alejandro Pantoja. He's been anointed forever. It's finally time for him to get his title shot, Sean. Does, does he make good on it?
0: I think he has a good chance. Uh I'm a bit surprised by this number like people have, uh, you know, Moreno's looked better. Um, but I don't know. It's a weird thing when you fight the same guy, like four times in a row, um, or not quite, but, uh, four in the last five fights. Um, I, these guys have fought twice before. Pantoja's a better grappler. Moreno might be able to get takedowns, but do you really want to play on the ground with Pantoja? Um, when this is on the feet, yeah, I think Moreno is is better. Um, this number is just wide. Um, I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen uh, a trilogy. Now I know the their first fight was an exhibition, whatever. I've never seen a trilogy where the first the guy who won both times would be a plus one seventy underdog. Um, unless horrific things had happened to the guy who won like a, I don't know, motorcycle uh, accident or something like that. Um, I've, I've got some bad news for you. oh Because I had uh-oh.
1: an example that immediately God sprung to mind. It. Uh, Give it on me. Rampage was like minus 250 against Wanderlei, Wanderlei in the third fight. But Wanderlei did have like the horrific plastic surgery that happened to him and all that. And he was like eight million years old by the time the third fight happened
0: those dudes were washed brad that doesn't (laughs) stop you can't just just totally run my shit when when you're talking about absolutely washed rampage uh and and (laughs) vanderlei these guys are in their prime they're fighting for the third time uh i just think that number's wide uh i think pantoja can make this a, a dirty fight and and on the ground, I think he can outgrapple him, and you do not want that guy on your back because he usually finishes guys so i uh I put a unit and a half on Pantoja, so he's fucked uh at plus one seventy five uh, you know what? I might have actually been wrong
1: mm. uh i I was looking at the uh the line for their Bellator fight.
0: Uh, yes, oh, their fourth fight—they <laughs> fought for a fourth time in Bellator. Uh, oh, sad times. That was that was prime Bellator days, wasn't it? When right? they
1: fought for the third time, I just pulled it up. Uh, UFC 92, Vanderlei, minus 135. So even then, still the favorite. Perfect. Uh, you are absolutely correct about everything that you said on this fight without me pulling you off into tangents. <laughs> That's okay, we you know, needed a detour. Old-ass, washed dudes. Um, Yeah, Brandon Moreno has improved a ton since the, the first two times that these guys fought. But the fact is, they've still fought twice before. And Pantoja has won both of them. One of them was on The Ultimate Fighter, and uh, I think that uh, Moreno did better than everyone thought he was going to do in that fight. Uh, And then the other one was... if, If you watch that fight and you see Moreno trying to wrestle and getting out kickboxed and not really being able to wrestle, even when he got takedowns. I'm not sure what you expect him to do in this fight. Maybe he can drag it into the championship rounds and Pantoja is going to get tired, but is Pantoja going to get tired from defending a couple takedowns around and winning the striking? Um, like I, I, I don't understand the line. Uh, I don't understand. I, I guess people are just looking at, oh, he was really good against Davison in a bunch of fights, and he looked okay-ish against old Steve France uh, in, in that fight. He was uh, losing that fight until yeah, that, that, that wasn't a great that one. No, uh, so. I like Pantoja here. I think in our, uh, our year preview, we both picked Pantoja to, to be champion at the end of the year. I, I think Lance and Wes might have joined us, which is very rare for all four of us to not only agree on who we think is going to be champion, but agree on a person who isn't actually champion at that time. Um and I'm sticking with it. Uh, I'm I'm going Pantosia. Um, uh, we're down to what plus 165 is the uh the number. Oh no, plus 175 at Caesars, unless that's moved since I've refreshed my screen. Uh nope. Plus 175 at Caesars is the best line that's out there at the moment. That is what we're gonna be going with for the new champion. And the consensus bet of the week, he's going to make all the Mexicans where LR is hanging out just miserable, absolutely miserable. It's going to start their misery for that night. Uh, But Pantoja, going to be the new flyweight champion of the world. Uh, And hopefully he doesn't have to fight Brandon Moreno six times before he can move on to other competitors. Moving on. Main event of the evening. uh, Allegedly a unification belt. um, (laughs) Because for some reason, Yair Rodriguez has a fake belt, but Alexander Volkanovski defending his featherweight title against Yair Rodriguez. It's it's crazy that they put all these uh, all these Mexicans on the card, but didn't have this event in like San Diego or like <laughs> San Antonio or like somewhere a little bit closer. Um, but hey, maybe they'll show up to to Las Vegas to cheer on. They're little Mexican fellas. Uh, But we have a featherweight title clash between one of the pound-for-pound best fighters in the sport and a guy who throws some spinny shit.
0: Sean? He does. That spinning shit has cost me some money. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I will never forget. It adds that I was live when he uh, knocked out... uh, korean zombie with a couple seconds left while losing it seems like bad things
1: happen when you're live
0: i know i lose money i don't know if i've had a winning night ever when i was uh live uh and yeah just just bad things happen um volkanovsky is is extremely good um very good showing against mac and cheese yair Kinland stupid shit. He's decent off his back. But I think Volkanovsky is is going to smash this dude. If Max Holloway is taking you down and getting almost 7 minutes of uh, control time, I think Volkanovsky is going to toss you on your head. Um, could Volk get caught? It's possible. It almost happened in the Artega fight, but... Um, the skill gap here is is fairly large, but yeah, here has the fucking wild shit that can come out the the subs from bottoms and the spinning shit that somehow lands. I think that's kind of the only way he's gonna win here because Volkanovski is an unbelievable striker, and he can mix up the grappling too. So it's gonna be Volk, and I think Volk is he's lately he's been trying to push. For first some finishes, uh, I know he's kind of been a, a bit of a decision machine, but seems like in his last couple, he's he's been taking a bit more risks. Hopefully that doesn't cost him, but uh, I could definitely see him him get him getting him out of there. It's only plus one sixty, and Yair is a very durable guy, so it's probably not worth uh, a shot at that price. But uh, I think Volkanovski gets him out of there late.
1: Yeah, I uh, wish I could find somewhere to disagree, but I think Volt could honestly do the, uh, the old Frankie Edgar treatment to Yair in this one, and, you know, yeah, he's had a sub, like he got a triangle in his last fight, but this dude's not going to win. If he's on his back against Volkanovski, you're you're not gonna sub that dude. He's a tree stump. Like, uh, I, I again, I I don't really see the path outside of something crazy landed landing for uh, for Yair. Um, he's way better than I thought he was yep. a couple of years ago. Took even, him a while, bro. What was that? Took him a while, though. Well, yeah, he had to, you know, take a couple years off and go and train at altitude, um, and and then suddenly he came back and was able to uh, have the the cardio to get his ass beat by Max Holloway for twenty five minutes and still look good. Um, yeah.
0: People like, overhype that performance. Like, uh, I think it was, we talk about it all the time when a guy's a big favorite and the other guy does some okay stuff, everybody kind of just amplifies it, but Max, uh, that was a great performance by Max there. It very much was.
1: Um, but even since then, like, or not since then, but before then... No contest against Jeremy Stevens. Pretty competitive fight against Jeremy Stevens. Disappeared for a couple years. Uh, Got the shit beaten out of him by Max, but threw some offense back at him along the way. Shoulder injury against Ortega. um, And I guess you can say he's partly responsible for that, but... I don't know how much you can actually claim that. I bet him. Uh, and... I'll, I'll cash the check, but uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he fought Emmett, and he was just like light years faster than Emmett in that fight. So I don't know. He, is he going to be light years faster than Volk in this fight? I don't think so. Uh, he's probably going to be a little bit faster, but Volk is so good technically so good at finding holes in guys' games that he's just going to be able to neutralize that. Um, if he gets in tight and gets his hands on Yair, uh, I think is going for a ride. And over the course of 25 minutes, he's definitely going to figure out all of the, the holes and tells in all of the, the wacky shit that Yair throws. So I like Volk here. I think there's some... Really, I know last week was uh, was big dogs cashing all over the place. Uh, I think that aside from the co-main event where we like the, uh, the Pantoja, I think there's a lot of chalk to be had this week. You can pretty much throw them all at the board, and I think a lot of them are going to stick for you. So. Perhaps not the most exciting card from a betting perspective, but still a pretty damn good card in terms of the actual quality of the fights. So that is our UFC 290 preview. Hey, <laughs> if Lance was on, he would be pretty happy right now because back to backs, two, baby two winners in a row. Um, I'll let Lance talk about golf after he wins a golf bet, uh, any week, but he doesn't show up anymore. So I'm sure that the next time he shows up, it'll be coming off a golf loser. Uh, go over to his Twitter, whatever it is, Lance official five or whatever. Uh, I think he's got some John Deere plays that I need to lock in before I go to bed tonight. Yep. But, uh, we, we, uh, we don't talk about that shit when he's not around. Nobody cares. Just, just the real stuff, lacrosse and hockey. And yeah, Tour de France. Incredible. Like, I... I love the Tour de France. It's, uh, it's great. Workday
0: viewing. Sean, mm. do,
1: you, do you get into the cycling?
0: I don't, and <laughs> I uh, I don't really have a extra screen at work where I can be watching the uh, Tour de France. So, I'll okay. uh, I usually just. Bet things that you say and they seem to work out sometimes so i i haven't well
1: i, I did some stuff I, I can't give away my secrets <laughs> for for the old tour because i don't want them to catch on but uh, of course, but there's a, a good angle that uh, some folks in ontario here have um wimbledon are you are you into the wimbledon I
0: will, but it's it's been raining the whole fucking time. If it ever starts, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I I haven't uh, watched too much Wimbledon, but you know, for the the dead sporting months of the summer, not a bad time right now. Nope. July's all right. Uh it's it's when you get into August that things start to really take a downturn. But we'll start to pile on our hockey futures. Once yeah. we get into August, so
0: it won't all be bad. I don't know if we're going to have a podcast next week. I won't be available next week, and we maybe should boycott that fucking fight card because it is, hands down, the worst card that I've ever seen the UFC put on in the last 8 to 10 years. And that is not a overstatement.
1: No, we, we've we said that a lot yep. over the past couple of years that... Oh, this is the worst card ever. No, folks, no joking, no hyperbole. Next week's card, worst card ever. Um, I'm going to be taking the RV and and probably driving up to I don't know some backass neck of the woods, uh, and you know, drinking some beer and doing some hiking. I will not be watching next week's card. I can guarantee you that, um, anniversary weekend. If, uh, if the wife caught me watching Holly home in a main (laughs) event, five rounds, baby (laughs) on, on the anniversary weekend done for it's over. So that's not going to be happening. Um, so I think maybe, maybe no podcast next week. And, uh, we're in that, the midst of the 12 weeks in a row, so we will be back after that, and uh, you guys know where to find us otherwise, on, on the Twitter machine, on the new Facebook, Instagram, Meta Threads, that's a thing now, up for it, um, but we've got good MMPs again, enjoy it.